listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's The Game After Show. We have our full team missing one. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz After Show. This is the game. Yes, the name of the episode is Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That Thank was you, Steven. Awesome. Steven in the booth. I told yes. him he should do voiceovers. Right. Make a lot good. of money doing voiceovers. Yeah, that's, that's great. good money. Thank you. I'm gonna have you do it periodically through the show, so don't worry. He's like shaking his head no. Well, welcome to Jungle, episode seven, and it was a good one. I have to eh. say, it wasn't my favorite. Nah. It wasn't my favorite. I'm a little disappointed because, you know, I was home, um, and now I'm back, and I was excited to jump into home it. Home is Boston, Mass. Boston, Mass, yes. It was kind of crazy, everything that was going on, but I'm glad to be back, and I'm sad that I miss the beautiful, the mm. talented Mr. Blue, a.k.a. Jay Ellis. And he was sitting right here. He was sitting in my seat. He probably farted in your seat. And I'm loving it. <laughs> no, 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 he didn't. I, I would have told y'all. I would have told y'all. But also, his mom watches the show. She's a big fan, so he said. So shout out, Jay Ellis' mom. Mommy. Yes. You produced the beautiful son. Mm, sure did. Mm, sure did. Brandon's starting to get jealous over here. I'm that's not jealous. I'm just saying, wow, just throwing it out there like that. National TV, wow. Hey, I'm saying he's, he's beautiful and talented. He is, he is. Yeah, so it was a great interview. I'm so sad you guys missed it. Yeah. I definitely needed Brandon. I'm not sure if you got a chance to watch because I brought some toilet paper to tie him down and I needed you to hold him. Oh, wow. Yes, you know, I was out in uh, Orlando, Florida with uh, my Canadian football team, CFL team, Montreal Alouettes. We had our mini camp, three-day mini camp. I was out there in that Florida sun, you see me? And, uh... Time. Some real getting real toilet paper for the new rookies out there and stuff like that. <laughs> that but, is uh, funny. We're not supposed to haze, but we don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we you got some that. stories we'll for us. That. Yeah, I can have some stories, but we got to keep some of the stories. Uh, we got to water it down, keep it PG 13. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know, you were here last week, but what have you been up to this week? I know you're working kind yes. of with athletes and basketball players yes yes our um our organization olympus basketball is kicking off in a couple of weeks we've got a couple of guys that we've already plugged and pulled and they're getting ready to come to atlantic city and they're going to be there for the summer training doing some leadership stuff in the community Mm -hmm. just becoming all around great athletes and some of them will do combine stuff so they can play professionally so so cool we are well-rounded y'all not just hosts at after buzz tv i was at shaws of sunset all day working behind the scenes in the hot sun grinding but wait a minute what's your name we didn't. Stanley. We didn't even go to there. We got excited. But the thing is, we have some loyal fans. Like, I'm not we sure do. if you guys are checking out YouTube, all the comments. People yes. are shouting out, loving mm. us. Shout mm. out to you. Twitter. We got Thank Adrian you. always holding us down. Always. always. I love my watchtower. That's the thing. We really appreciate. And we didn't even realize so many people were watching, just like yeah. JL's mom. But we should introduce ourselves for the newbies. All right. <laughs> I'm Megan Thomas. That's it. Megan Thomas, you can hit me up on Twitter at Meg like Scoop. Ice cream scoop. <laughs> or Instagram at Meg Scoop. I'm, <laughs> I'm Brandon London, the coach and athlete. You can find me on Twitter at 
Coach It Athlete or Instagram because you didn't even say Instagram this time. I did. Oh, I just said oh, it. Okay, all right. The <laughs> Coach It Athlete. I, I think just it was. To make sure. I think it was the air. It wasn't on, so like our feng shui was off, but there you it go. just it just off. kicked Kick in. Too. So we should be good. Ooh, I'm Fallon smart. Mercedes. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff at Fit with Fallon, and also fitwithfallon.com. You can keep up with all your celebrity fitness news. That's right. I'm your girl Stanley, and you can find me on Twitter at your girl Stanley, <laughs> and hit us up at After Buzz TV on Twitter as well. And uh, everyone's checking their phone. Got iPhones, Samsung, I'm live tweeting all sorts of things. <laughs> and hit us up during. Where is it? Watchtower, your boy just hit us. He said, yeah. "Sit with Fallon, your girl Stanley, Megan Scoop, Tweet Nina." He forgot Brandon. It's okay. <laughs> Have a great right. show tonight, ladies. Be beautiful legends. But that's why he forgot uh, okay. Brandon. <laughs> Beauty's no. over here. Yeah, I get to see it firsthand, so that's cool. Uh, well, we also are in a jungle, like tonight's episode. That's, that's the thing, and I was going to say, you should have introduced yourself saying, a.k.a. Tay Heckberg, because she is starring. She's getting more and more play in these shows as the she president is. of the Sunbeams, and yes. it started off with a lovely Sunbeams meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is quite different from the other Sunbeam, Sunbeam meetings in the past. Yes. That used to be at Kelly Pitt's house. Kelly Pitt's is gone. So, of course, now we have the lovely Jazz, played by <laughs> LaShante Heckard. And it, I'll be honest with you, I don't like these meetings now. Yeah. I, I used I to like watching yeah. the Sunbeam meetings. These meetings now are just—it's too much. And it's—it's it's, they're going too basketball wivesy with it. You know, yeah. come yeah. on now, you—you you are a grown woman. Are you going to act like that? You know, your father, your your husband is a professional athlete. You know. Are you going to really be behind the scenes acting like that? So I think they, they overdo it with the writing. With when them. I lived overseas with my um, ex, you know, there was only a couple uh, American uh, players on the team, each team. So, like, we kind of had to, like, have each other's back and be with each other. And so I kind of felt like that was our, like, sunbeam group. And there were times where I just couldn't stand them heifers. And I would just stay locked in my apartment. I didn't care if I couldn't, you know, the go drama. out with... Yeah, it was just too much drama. I'm like, I am not about this life. I used to just wait till my boyfriend got home, and then that was it. It was just us two, because when it was too drama-full, I'm like, this is, I'm not down for this. But it wasn't that drama-filled, like, strippers at the meeting type of drama-filled, was it? Not strippers, Not that extreme, okay. You know, like they were saying, you know, there was a lot of stress, especially if somebody's getting cut. You know, they were bringing a new American player to the team, and we would be thinking, okay, somebody's getting cut. And, you know, so you're trying to be nice, but you're really being fake. Because you think your man's going home, and it was just—it's a jungle. It is a jungle, and that's what—that what is exactly what happened in this episode when uh, one of the guys got cut. Mm-hmm. He Samson. got pulled. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he got pulled out of. It's rough. The that meeting happens, right. like, that happened it, it, really. It really happens like that. Like you'll you'll be sitting there in the meeting. The meeting won't be going on. Everybody would you know just be walking in. And then you just see the Turk, like he said, the Turk. That's what guys call the guy who uh, like who, who Turk? cuts it. It's called the Turk because he comes mm. like it's basically like, axing you, like. Oh, like everybody nerves are like. Get that playbook. Bring, bring that playbook. Come on, and then you know that could have been your boy. You guys could have worked out together. Could have you know went out the last last couple nights together. We all went out. And the next day he's just gone. And no like, goodbyes. You know, wow. Just, now you know him to Facebook. Oh, <laughs> it's a cold, cold world out yeah. there. And uh, we can see that, obviously, at the Sunbeam meeting. I, besides all the strippers and things like that, it was just interesting because right off the bat, it started showing the balance between old versus new. Mm-hmm. Jazz was saying that she's old, she's the veteran, and <laughs> Kira and Chardonnay are the newbies. And it's funny because the newbies were kind of more into the charity aspect and trying to be all proper and things like that. Oh, they're just hood. <laughs> Especially that that girl from England. Who is she? Yeah, she, she had that nowhere. that British accent, and she's Snooky. just yeah, she's just. She had, wondering, she had a British sauces? accent. Is I don't know. I didn't hear a British it was, accent. It was, British, it was an British, accent. British. I don't know what it was, but it. Was I thought it was more like stank. a New York in like New a Jersey. like a, yeah Jersey oh, or it? Staten Island ish. Oh, yeah. And and, and there's a the thing like if if your wife is acting like that, then guys on the team we look at you know you kind of look at them like you know. Because they bring that home, and then, you know, you bring that drama to the locker room. No. And it's just, it's, it's out of control. They <laughs> act like that behind closed doors. They're not going to act like that all drama-filled in front of their man. That's the thing. Oh, no, 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 no. 
room because the man is to yeah. be going back and telling what's going on in the locker room and the woman is going back yeah. to him and telling what's going on in Sunbeam locker room. But you because know, she's going to be like, oh no, but I wasn't acting like that, boo. Mm-hmm. She was acting mm-hmm. like that. You know, mm-hmm. like it's a whole bunch of, it's just yeah. a big circle. Because Tasha even says that to one of the women, to Miss Snooky, as we'll call her, <laughs> that she was getting ready to text her man and tell him what was going on. And she was like, no, 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 no. Whatever happens here stays here right. because they're busy. They're really... They're working. Right. Let's not forget that these men have a job to do. You know. I like you today. Thank you. You sticking up for Whatever. us today. Shooting, I know, right? Today. That was a read. We out there shooting in the gym. That's what we're out there doing. Get out of here. <laughs> do you not have kids. I feel hmm. like I think most of them probably do, but they also have nannies. So yeah, maybe that's not every I think Jazz has a couple nannies. kids by a couple different baby fathers. If I yeah, she does have correctly. some kids. <laughs> she does have a few. But there are the wives out there that are like that. Not that drastic, but they are kind of like, you're but, like, wow, you're so lucky your husband is good at what he does. But cause. even like Chloe, <laughs> you know, from Chloe and Lamar, the Kardashian, she was saying that it was really hard to assimilate into, you know, the whole fo- the basketball wives thing. Because, yeah, people were catty, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like, it happens, you know. And we don't know there could be fights behind closed doors, but it was interesting that the fight happened to be Chardonnay. Because we were always saying that she's ratchet, she's ratchet, and we're surprised that she doesn't, like, come at people when people come at her. But this was the final straw. Yeah. And she she gives Kira a speech about holding your composure. These yes. women are going to try to shake you. You know, you that's how you combat them. You keep your composure. And then here comes ratchet old jazz talking about, I used to sleep with Jason. And then that is, you know, that's when all hell broke loose. And I, I don't condone, excuse me, I don't condone violence at all, but... She deserved to get her throat snatched up because you don't come into someone's home. In their home saying, their I could have had better decor. I could have had all this. <laughs> you know, I slept with Jason first. He probably all. still got the same sheets. She, she, that, she, oh, she that, needed to get snatched up for yeah, that. I but, agree with yeah. you. Women are catty like that. Like you, you, you They had one so too many wines. Like don't worry, that. we'll get That's to the men so a little bit funny. later. <laughs> but it's funny because it's like, I can see that kind of happening. Like that one lady. Because there's always that one there's chick. There's always that one. Yeah. That one chick. Yeah. And, oh, Likes man. Likes to instigate. I was just seeing that. It's, it's crazy, man. But it's yeah. funny. When Chardonnay was giving the speech before she went left, she reminded me of old Tasha Mack. Like, when she was giving that speech, <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, she seems like the motherly Tasha Mack going in mm-hmm. and, and telling Melanie to straighten up, fly mm-hmm. right, this, that, this, that. And then it was interesting how it kind of went reversal. Mm-hmm. And Tasha had to kind of save the day and come back into her old role. It's almost like if someone else is having drama, she can be drama free. Mm-hmm. You think Melanie would have uh, hit her if that would happen? No. no. Melanie, what do you think? How do you think Melanie would have handled that situation? No, because hold on. In one of the episodes, I believe Mel- uh, Jazz said something about having sex with Derwin because yeah. she also oh, yeah. had sex with Derwin and Melanie didn't fight her. See? I think she was mad or they... She got mad at Derwin and that's why yeah. I always used to get mad at Melanie because she'd always bring the anger and animosity back to... Her man. Her man. But I thought that was right, though. That wasn't when they were together, though, you know? It was. But I feel like it's something she should address with him because she doesn't have any ties to... I feel like that in general. You don't You don't attack the mistress or the, the floozy. If she's getting ham on you, you If do. she's in your home and she's talking about, I, I could have had all <laughs> this and my sheets is probably still in... Then, okay, I get it. But if somebody says something like that, I think you address that with who you're with and you don't address somebody else because... They have nothing to do with your relationship, yeah. and this person does. The character of Jasmine is that, like, that groupie that made it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Everybody, you know, you no. know there's, there's usually those groupies where, you know, guys on the team is smashed, but then they just go away, you know? But she <laughs> she found her one. But she that's 2011, win. 2012, 2013. It's groupies are winning. That's yeah. the whole slogan I mean, from, like, wow. Amber Rose. Yeah. She's winning. Kim Kardashian. She's, <laughs> She's right. Winning. Like, they've said a lot of groupies are winning in the yeah. game. No shame. That's true. Do you think, girls? Wow. I wish I could. Don't say that. I know, don't say that. Because we have to set the standard higher. No, I'm honest. Some <laughs> days I wish my mom didn't raise me to be an independent woman and work hard yeah, for my money. Hard. And not- what? <laughs> Both wow. of you. I am ashamed right now. I'm going to tell you why. Because people like Jazz in, on this show. I like your honesty. I mean, I, I appreciate that. But I would say we have to set the standard higher because there's a whole generation of girls growing up thinking, this is what I have to do to make it. My little eight-year-old cousin is talking about, I have to find a way to become a viral hit on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hold on, 
well, why don't we work on your spelling right now? Because you can't <laughs> spell too well. So we have to really change things up That's because true. As, as true as this show is with, you know, showing the different characters and that really exist in life, we want to make sure that we don't raise a generation of girls watching this saying, that's what I have to do to make it. Mm-hmm. Not be a wonderful, independent woman that's going to help my man. All I got to do is sleep with the entire Sabres no, and I'm going to get put on. But I completely agree with you, Megan. That's a great point. But there's a balance. And I think at a certain point, a lot of us got raised the opposite, where it's just like you don't want a man to be in control you're of too you. Independent. You don't, you're too independent. And, and you're just focused you. on career and, and things like that when you're not focused on looking good to catch that man. And you miss out on you know certain things in life, not all of the sabers. Yeah. And, to, and to add on to what you said, Jasmine is the one who... If she got a reality show, her reality show would win. You know, it's that love. <laughs> yeah. But with Kelly, Kelly's was nothing because, you know, she tried to still be you yeah. know, elegant, you know, show some type of dignity and respect. Yeah. But the ratchet Jasmine, like, yeah, I slept with this baller and I did that. <laughs> That's where everybody would be sitting there on VH1 like, oh, I cannot That's wait the for the next it's episode. The train wreck. You watch yeah. the train wreck. I, I, I work in TV wreck. production and ratchets are winning. Right. Winning. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I was actually a finalist for the real world season 20. I got flown out from college here to LA when they had it in LA and I went through so many interviews with the producers I actually had to sit down with a psychologist they had to interview me and it was crazy and I didn't get somebody else beat me out it was because I wasn't ratchet enough but that's a good thing. I know, but hey, that could have been the kickstart to my career. I don't know, but how many people really, like, no. does reality TV help them? Think about the all the well, millions the of people. Well, like, nowadays, if you can... Capitalize cap- off of like, it properly. If I yeah, had that so. opportunity, I know I would have used it as a platform to get me to the next level. Nene Leaks. Yeah. I know, hey. But not everybody's a Nene Leaks. Some people end up being a Sheree well, Whitfield. Jasmine so. definitely isn't a, a Nene Leaks, <laughs> so she doesn't have to worry about... No. Yeah. She got her throat <laughs> choked on, and that's why I, I think it was good that Tasha stepped up and said, you know what, let's put this back into perspective, all of you here. Let me tell you how it used to be. Let me tell you why y'all are not what we were. I mean, this organization went from doing charity, because they used to do a lot of charitable stuff mm-hmm. back in the older seasons, mm-hmm. and now <laughs> we they're having strippers come well, to their meeting. No, they had a charity. Oh, Remember the auction? Okay, yes. The, but that was a sham in itself. That was jazz. I mean, seventy five thousand dollars. I wouldn't call that a sham. Okay, a okay, sham. that's you're right. You're right. But I'm sure there's other ways you can raise seventy five thousand dollars. You don't have to. Okay, so the point is, the point is, there was a lot. I feel like there was a lot more upstanding charitable events that the Sunbeams used to do, and now that's kind of went left. And that's why Tasha stepped up and said, "I'm president, no objections," and kept the movement. And I think she should have. And do you guys think Tasha Mack will be a good Sunbeam president? I was just about to say that. Honestly, I think she has too much drama in her personal life that it's going to unfold with the Sunbeams. I think once they find out that she is cheating on her pookie, that um, they're going to lose respect for her. Because she kind of brought it to the table like, this is not how we used to be. And we had class. And we had <laughs> yeah, she did do that. Oh, I just messed up her. She's sleeping with Rick Fox. You know, it just doesn't go. I think you have to practice what, you're pre- what you preach. Like, oh, her true. dirty laundry is going to get aired eventually. But in terms of structure, she's what the Sunbeams need yeah. in terms of structure. Like, who else is going to have those girls in check like that? Yeah. So it's, just, it's, it's, it's a jungle. It, that's true. <laughs> it's a jungle. It, she's going to have them in check, but Tasha is not for democracy. You yeah. saw how she got elected. She was like, any objections? Nope. Uh, yes. So it's just like <laughs> it all depends on her mood. Uh, yeah. I, I do think she's a good structure, but it could go too far. If she's sipping a little bit too many of those white wines. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about um, Lauren's character on the show? Kira. Does she, Kira. Does she even... I, I, it's hard for me to see how she really fits in. She keeps on saying he's not my man, he's not my man. So what are you doing at the Sunbeams meeting? And how realistic is that anyway? To have a woman that's not a girlfriend and or that's a what wife. I'm saying. Just what a friend. Well, here's my expertise. <laughs> <laughs> Please share. When I want to hang out with, you know, my teammates that are married and stuff that, that have girlfriends and stuff like uh sometimes I, I have to... I asked them to ask the wife, is it, is it cool if I bring, like, this girl or, or something <laughs> like that? Because it may be a new girl. You know, it might yeah. be the season is, what, six months, month one. It may month four. It might be a new chick month four than it was uh, month one. So we go out. <laughs> 
I just gotta lay some ground rules. Like, okay, don't talk about month one chick, you know, till month four. Oh my gosh. But I'm I'm a bachelor, you know, so and I wanna hang out with my teammates and and they don't like it when they go out with me. So But that's a lot. Because what if somebody gets drunk and they're like, oh, I forgot. This ain't the same chick that was <laughs> here last month. Hey, 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 you guys hey. you was telling a thug story kind of look right. You, you, know, what <laughs> you know what it sounds you like? Know. That sounds ratchet right there. It you does, Brandon. When, when that happens, I sit there and smile. Whatever. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it's just like, I take sports kind of like politics. And sometimes you do have that figure, whether it's a, a fake relationship, especially she is a celebrity mm-hmm. and they do need the publicity somewhat. He's the number one draft pick. So I think sometimes there are those kind of business relationships mm-hmm. helping me out, helping you out. So it kind of is a little realistic. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, that's not his girlfriend is, and that's what I'm saying. That's not, it's just his homegirl basically is what she's saying to people yeah. and I'm sure that's what he's telling people as well. He's not telling them that that's his girlfriend. So, how realistic that she is a part of, of this life when she is But you remember when no she tie. brought him Edgar, the pillow, and yeah, you know, see, they, that's his that whole being, conversation. That's his yeah, being. she okay, said I'm like, because that's how yeah. I feel because my rookie year, I was struggling with, with the Giants, the New York Giants. I was struggling and I had a friend, kind of like my sunbeam she sent me a care package had Aww. my favorite twizzlers mm-hmm. marshmallows all that different stuff and then that very next day I wouldn't, I'm not saying that this is the reason but that very next day is when you know my rookie curve my learning curve and like that light clicked on and I you know I started to develop well I started to develop and play better so sometimes you know she doesn't have to be a girlfriend but she's still the one you know that's that's holding you down yes she's, all right we we you know we need that love too. We need to go home and you know get our back rubbed too. That's but right. she's but not at the expense of causing some drama though, because Kira is in this meeting about to hit Miss Snooky in the face for go. Because I mean the the woman was being a little rude. Yeah. And I guess she felt like she had the right Great. to be because she is is you know she's been a something for a while. Her husband's been on the team for a while. Yeah. And but Kira is not supposed to be starting any drama like you're not even a girlfriend to be starting drama and I think that is kind of a bad look for Blue because now people are going to be like oh Kira's in here doing this fighting people and then it gets back to Blue you know what I'm saying that's a bad look it's true and that's why Chardonnay kind of had to hold her down but what I wanted to ask you guys is it was kind of cold when Chardonnay called Jason and he was like Oh, don't worry about it, don't worry. And then he's like, well, Kelly Pitts was the president of the Sunbeams, just to let you know. Like, that was like, oh, my God, Jason. Don't bring up no ex. <laughs> well, we are talking. It is all about me. No. <laughs> First of all, she shouldn't have called him during a meeting. She shouldn't. He have. shouldn't have his phone. That's, that's he shouldn't have answered. That's eight thousand dollar fine right there if he would got called. Okay, so and who would have gotten it? He would have gotten. It. He doesn't need to answer his phone. You're supposed to be my sunbeam. You're supposed to be, know that I'm in. I'm she in doesn't know. She but might have thought he was on lunch break or breakfast or something. She's new in the sunbeam world, and that's what Jason was kind of trying to tell her. Like, you need to learn this learning curve quick because my ex had it. But like, why did he have to uh, go there? Yeah. You don't, don't don't look at it. Okay. If if he would have, he didn't say my ex had it, then that would have been cool. But she does have to pick up on his life now because, she, like she said, she doesn't know she doesn't know the football Jason Pitts. His his schedule has, yeah. has changed drastically. Yeah. So she's got to pick up on it quick because yeah. you know she wanted it, so she takes yeah. the good with the bad. I miss Kelly. I really, really do. I do really? a little bit. This I episode really I did do. a little. I'm not gonna lie. And so did Tasha, as she like, stated. They they even you know Melanie. They just. Like Tasha was saying, they just held it down. I felt like Tasha is really the only one who's holding it down. Like Kara, I just, I hope next season, you know, she is a little, it feels better. It still doesn't feel right with her with me. Because Melanie's mm. character, she was you know, a smart woman, you know. She was that woman, because athletes, they do have those type women like the women yeah. that go that are doctors and lawyers like we search out we look for those type of women you think Kelly was a smart oh sorry Melanie I'm talking Melanie, Melanie. Sorry, sorry, you know yeah. like our wives are and, and they live great lives mm-hmm. they're pretty interesting people so she was an interesting elegant character now we don't know what type of character how what, how do we judge Kira like is she smart or she, okay she's sticking up for herself so that's why I think Blue isn't going to be as mad because he's going through a lot with his team in terms of people picking Hazing. on him and stuff yeah. like that. So she's just fighting back. So I feel like that'll make their bond even, you know, even closer because all it takes is that phone call, you know. But 
we don't know how to judge Kira, so we're yeah. like, yeah, oh, we miss Kelly, we, that's we, miss, why, yeah. we miss, you know. Yeah. The, we don't know her struggle yet. We don't really know her story. We just, we just know a little, a little background. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like to me, she's like a little princess. She had this life, and now she doesn't have the limelight as much as she did before. But like, what's her substance? Does she have exactly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's kind of hard, though, in terms of just the whole show. Before, it was really centered around Melanie and Derwin, yeah. and then it spawned off a little bit to Tasha and Malik. Yeah. Now they're really trying to give it, like, a free-for-all, where yeah. even we realize certain episodes, some people aren't even in it. You know, yeah. They haven't even seen Pookie and Rick Fox and all that in a while, and it's just going back and forth. So it's kind of maybe there's too many people in the pot. Yeah, Brandon but, was saying that Jason needs to be shown a little more, and I feel the same way. I think his character needs... I know we see a lot of Chardonnay, but I feel like I want to see more of Jason. Think, well, I the- think he's getting a lot of time, and he's really developing as his character. He's becoming almost the fatherly figure well, I of think, the show. I think with him, we are seeing more of him, but I feel like maybe I like it so much, I want to see more. Okay. I want him to be kind of the main character. That's, maybe that's, season okay. seven. That's great, because the Kobe Bell and Jay Ellis scenes, that's what makes me want to yes, watch the game. Yes. All the other stuff, I'm like, man, I'm ready to turn this garbage off. I'm going to have to sweep that. We're Hold on. That, <laughs> we're on that with that duo, Kobe Bell and, uh, and Jay Ellis, they're, they're really holding it down. Yeah, Shout out to you are. guys because it makes me want to sit there and c- continue to watch. Their whole storyline is brilliant yeah. because here's the new guy coming in, you yeah. know, I'm getting the money. They they brought me in to replace Derwin. But then here's that old wily old vet. You know, there's that Jerry Rice, that uh, mm-hmm. that 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 Bruce. You know, that Amani Tumor for me, Plaxico Burris. Those guys who you know, a youngster, don't do this, don't do that. Hey, youngster, go give me yeah. some seeds. Blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. but. He's teaching them the ropes. He's helping them get past that learning curve. And a lot of rookies, a lot of first-rounders, they don't get that. Yeah. You got to come mm-hmm. in and be the man right away. You're dropping passes, all that. Everybody's going to get at you. Why are we giving you this money? Why would we just right, give him yeah. $24 million? He making more than guys who, who've been here 5, 10 years. Yeah, and he just so got true. here. But that, that duo, that duo is I have, I have a question. Is there on a team? Because doesn't Jason and Blue, play, they play the same, same position, right? Positions. They're both. Wide receivers. receivers. Okay. So is it realistic that somebody who has, who's your same position will help you that much? Yes. uh, Because Jason, Jason Pitts understands his role right now. They didn't bring him in to be the star. You know, Mm -hmm. Blue is going to be the star. That's our franchise guy. We gave him all that money. We picked him in the first round. Our first round money, something's going on with our money right now. Our money hasn't picked up the playbook, hasn't picked up the speed. And it happens like that because guys come from college. Sometimes it's simple playbooks and then you get into the league where there's hot sights, adjustments, all types of stuff. So you can't be an athlete. You can't play to your full ability because you're always thinking, okay, what do I have? What's my adjustment? Yeah. So that's what he's going through. So you bring in a Jason Pitts and, you know, who knows the game, who brought the city of San Diego a champion. <laughs> So true because at the end of the day, if Jason's on the team now, if the team wins, they all get a ring. So even if it's about blue shining, it's still capitalizing on everyone. We need blue to shine. And that's a great point. I love where you're going. But when Fallon was on her iPhone, it reminds me, we're now streaming on iPhones, iPads, Android, so you can watch us wherever you are. I know some of you guys are listening on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and comment. And give us... Five stars. Five stars. I just tweeted it out, so I'm just waiting for Jay to at me back, you know. You got it. You oh, know okay, you're going, you're going. <laughs> she knows the first name basis and everything. Right. Just, you know. You know. <laughs> know somebody that knows somebody. <laughs> but I love how you're segueing oh, into the men. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> yes. I love how you're segueing yes. into the men because this whole episode titled. Steven. Steven. Welcome, Q. Welcome Steven. to the jungle. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Titled "Welcome to the Jungle" has the jungle of the female lions, and then now the male lions. And oh, there's yeah, when Blue Bat and training camp. Training camp. How thing. real is training camp? How, uh, how real is this training camp on the game versus a training camp in the NFL? You know, actually, it's, it's kind of accurate so is far. It? Yeah, really. Uh, What's accurate? Well, so you've done you've done a talent show. We do the rookie with, talent show. With, with, the with the Giants, my rookie year, we had the we just had the we had to sing. You had to sing a song or whatever. So I did the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So before the special teams meeting, you That's go up, funny. you stand on the chair in front of everybody, <laughs> and you uh, and, and and you sing. 
But if when we start talking about the pranks, I will also t- tell you about pranks that happened uh, the rookie stories. year too. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, that that's that's fun. Like uh, <laughs> we start training camp June second up okay. in Canada. Well, wait, so aren't I'm you the rookie that. to After Buzz? I'm dreading that. I think right. we should so, like, we start right raising it. <laughs> Since I'm the coach of the athlete, you're gonna paint me with some culture. We are. No, uh, is that not? We might buff your nails, <laughs> give you a manicure. I don't know about I that. Like one. Some culture. No, but it's true. It's interesting. I don't think that prank was that bad. I mean, they planted no, blue's like, room all blue. blue. That's almost oh. like a compliment to me. Like, yeah, that's that right. wasn't bad. No. I'm blue. You're but first I, rounder, you're gonna get hazed. Yeah, and I think what he did back to them was way worse. Way worse. He's crazy. With the bums. That is oh, hilarious. Is, I'm like, sorry, I, I'm a germ phobe. So as soon as I saw him say, like, oh, I got these bums here, and they start using everybody's stuff, I my skin was just crawling oh, because I am man. so I just I'm a germ phobe. And so it was really hilarious. Oh my gosh, you let somebody use the toothbrush and then use the mouthwash and spit oh, it back in the bottle. That That's hilarious. disgusting. No, it's disgusting. Yeah. But I was laughing. I was like, he really pulled oh. some bums off the street. Like, yeah, I'm gonna give you, you know, twenty dollars. Yeah. Go. The pranks here are, are crazy. Like but, they're crazy. That's bringing a gun to a knife fight. Like, that was just going way too far. And they got him back because he had all those toothbrushes in In his his mouth. mouth. Oh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) And those skid mark draws. Uh So (laughs) What kind of pranks did you guys do? Uh, My rookie year was also uh, former USC wide receiver Steve Smith. Uh, It was his rookie year. He was drafted in the second round. So he was the money guy. He was uh, one of the money picks. Mm. And uh, he wouldn't Sing. So he he was one of those guys who would stand on top of the chair and sing. So it was like, all right, Brandon Jacobs was like, all right, here's your last shot, or you know, you're gonna get it. Mm. So he's like, oh, I'm not singing, blah blah blah. So he was also my roommate. So you know, we're in the room. It's like two, three o'clock in the morning, sleep tired, and like I I, I hear like some like a door mo- door handle <laughs> moving or something. I'm like, what's going on? All of a sudden, like 15, 20 guys just run into the room, hold us down, hold both of us down, pour, uh, dump us with water, dump water on us. I'm like, all right, it's over. They just dumped us with water. Next thing you know, the second line, these guys have flour, dump flour on us and all of our stuff. And they're like, that's for not singing, Steve. That's for not singing, Steve. And it was like... My bad, B. London, you was just in the, you know, you was just there. You know, we didn't know who's who. And I was like, all right, that's cool. And that's I'm all, funny. you know, curled up on, you know, curled up wet with flour Aww, on me. But it was sucks. crazy. The next Certainly day, right. he got up on there and sang. And I was like, yeah, you better sing. I was up there. I was playing violin for him. <laughs> hold that's down so up in cute. there. Like, yeah. I think it's, it's crazy. I think it's important. I think, you know what I'm saying, you need to almost break people down to build people back up. And it's all about unity in sports. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Like, I love the speech when Kobe Bell, Jason, mm-hmm. was talking with J. Ellis Blue about leader. Like, I'm a leader. I'm not a He's follower. like, everybody's... Yeah, leader. that's the thing. Good when point. you come into a certain situation, everyone's at the top of the game. Mm-hmm. Almost you can make the analogy of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are coming from their different individual cities. I used to shine. I used to be this mm-hmm. boy. I used to be that girl. And you come to a pot where it's like, oh... Hi, uh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you have to find out really what makes you stand on your own. And it's yeah. not about hyper. It's not about that. So I thought it was a great speech again from great Jason. Another speech. Sparta. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it was just interesting how Blue learned his lesson. Yeah. He that. had a lot of that, you know, he came from this great college and he thought he was better than everybody. And he really needed to humble himself. But you can't really call it humble yourself. You know, every rookie goes through that curve. Like, it happens for everybody, everyone, whether you're the first-round pick or you're an undrafted free agent. Like, it's going to happen. You're coming into new systems, yeah. new terminologies. Mm-hmm. You're not – you can't play as fast as you, as you are. You can't mm-hmm. play to your athletic ability until you pick up on the concepts, you pick up on how things are done, mm-hmm. how they want it. Then, okay, I see two high safeties. Okay, I'll cut my rod off. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Now you're playing. Now you're fast. Now he's blue. Oh, that's why we gave that boy that money. That's yeah. what guys are thinking. No, but about. I'm I'm it saying takes. he needs to humble himself, mm-hmm. not 
as a player, like, yeah, he'll catch on. But I'm saying he can't come in and think he's better than everybody mm-hmm. else because he went to a great college. Yeah, like, that's that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's because, A, his age. Because what is he, like, 22, maybe 23? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's a little bit of the immaturity. But it's also, as Jason says, you know, we're all not, we all were leaders. We all mm-hmm. were leaders in Pop Warner in middle school and high school, college. Yeah. So you're now dealing with the number one guys from every single, all every single egos, school, yeah. all the way through. Through yeah. up their entire lives, so you can't sit here and think that you are better than anybody. You mm-hmm. need us, we need you, type of thing. But and that I, was a good speech. I always wonder if that's a necessary evil. A lot of successful people, especially athletes, if they have to have that almost confidence, borderline ego, in order to make it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah it can be a downside at a certain point. But like, you, we see the Kobe's. We even yeah. see Shaq. People don't think Shaq is Shaq is conceited, you know, and that kind of arrogance. It's not I don't take that. And it doesn't have to be an, it doesn't have to be a okay. negative, but you okay, know, like cool, even like cool. Usain Bolt, you know what I'm saying, he says, I'm the best. And to. I mean at this yeah. yeah, I think you know, you it, there to. there's a thin line between I think being um arrogant and being confident. And sometimes you got you have to sometimes you're your only cheerleader, like Blue was yeah. saying, like, you know, at this point a lot of people aren't believing in him because he keeps dropping the ball, mm-hmm. he keeps fumbling, but he has to continue to believe in himself which I think is why he comes off a little arrogant Something, he's almost yeah. talking to himself yeah and it's funny how you said like how you come to Hollywood and everyone and you're like oh everybody so when you go home at night and say you didn't get a role you went on an audition you didn't get a role what is it that's going to wake you up and go to the next audition the next day that's the same thing in us because it's mm-hmm. like okay I didn't do too well that practice Maybe for him, he's he's not going to get cut. But for someone who's like me, an undrafted free agent, it was like, okay, I didn't do too well at practice. If I don't, if I don't ball out tomorrow's practice, I might be out of here. What is it that's going to wake me up and be like, you know what? Forget yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday's gone. Send the books. Throw me that ball today because I'm, I'm going to catch this it's ball so and make true, this team. But luckily, I've always been a person that I've always been competing with myself, mm-hmm. almost to a downfall. Mm-hmm. I really don't focus on what other people are doing around me. So if I felt like I didn't get that audition, I didn't get it. Not that someone beat me out. Some it's people, something that I wasn't doing that didn't make me get it. And I think Blue needs a little bit of that mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs to take ownership. Maybe it is something you're doing wrong. It's not, oh, they're this or they're that. You know, it's just kind of you. And Jason kind of helped him see that, Mm -hmm. that it's your mindset. You need to gel. It's about unity. And once you kind of embrace the team, they'll embrace you. Because that's what training camp's for. Training camp's all about, you know, you you already know who the core of your team is going to be. They already know that. But you got guys trying to niche out, carve out roles. You know, I'm a special teams guy. I'm a, you know, I'm a kicker. You know, I'm a, I get reverses and I get about, you know, three passes a game, but I play special teams. What, what's your role? What's your niche? And it's also like that, you know, the social standpoint as well. Who's our team? Who's our funny right. guy? Who's our barber? You know, who's our flashy guy? Who's the player? You know, you know, the, you also have those social roles that you're trying to, you know, not audition for and, and you know, stuff like that. And that's the beauty of training camp because you hate it. You're like, man, I'm tired of seeing that guy's face every freaking day. But... That's your boy. You all you all have one like your 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 college sweats and stuff like that. Yeah. And those are your boys. You're building your relationships, mm-hmm. and that's why it's hard. Like a dude gets cut, and you only talk to him through Facebook or, or whatever. You know? But I know it sounds so sweet and so like the men are like so wonderful and loving, and these women are all ratchet. But let's talk about the downside of training mm-hmm. camp and football teams. There must be some drama. There must be some fights behind the scene that we don't see. Tell us a little bit about that uh, side. You know it's. Football is already an aggressive sport, so there's always fights on the field. You know, nowadays they kind of nip that in the bud now because you know you punch somebody, you might break your hand on the helmet or something. Yeah. But there's always those type of fights. But for the most part, I've never seen like a a fight off the field because that's usually you know being a professional. You know, okay, you guys scrapped it out on the field. Now we're going off. We're going off to our homes and stuff. Now we're grown men now. <laughs> Unless you really did something where yeah. it was like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to see him when we get out this parking lot. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that, but I've seen fights on the field. I guess that's true. I didn't think about that. With the men, there's money on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah. this is not no wine party and, yeah. you know, there's yeah. consequences like to yeah. your, you know, if I, I imagine, you know, if you're... 
you have a, a altercation with the number one draft pick and you want to break his arms at the same time, you're like, he's on my team and he could oh potentially team. win our next ring. Yeah. So maybe I should hold back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I need that money. Yeah. Right. I need that check, that playoff right. bonus. But I think it's good because, you know, after the Jason has that, that speech with Blue mm-hmm. and he shows him like, okay, now you got to, join the team you can't isolate yourself blue humbles himself he nice. he paints nice. himself blue that was and he cute. has a little song jay ellis you can't sing baby i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but that was a really cute song that he put together and yeah. and it, i love how they chose that routine because that fits with the whole stanford he's a little bit mm-hmm. different you know yeah. it's kind of like a broadway show and the guys are kind of like hmm, but he did it his way yeah mm-hmm. you that know was, that was brilliant because that's how he's he came to his team humbly like, that's how he... Now, that's his role. Okay, now we know Blue as that quirky... Yeah, I'm kind you know, of the first edition book-reading guy. And yeah. not, they're not going to mess with him anymore. And I guarantee he starts playing better. Yeah. He starts playing better because now it's like, okay, they're my boy. They're with me, yeah. not against yes. me. Okay, yeah. he threw me inside for a reason, you know? I, you know, you start thinking like mm-hmm. that now as, as opposed to, oh, they're all against me. You're hating on me. <laughs> that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now we can play some ball. Now Sunbeams, I mean uh, Sabres, now we're ready to play ball. I wonder when the Sunbeams are going to start feeling that way, when they're going to feel like, okay, we're on the same team, we're all going to get along, (laughs) you know, we need to really support each other instead of bring it up, you know. I know where. Well, I guess where they're segueing, because, I mean, they had the veteran come back with Jason, that Mm -hmm. he's taking care of the Sabres and setting them on the right track, and Tasha Mack is now the veteran taking over Sunbeams, and hopefully, a prediction maybe, (laughs) is she's going to get them on track, at least for now. I think so, yeah. They'll be, oh, I'm sorry, they'll be friends when the final roster is made. Let's keep it yeah, right. Yeah, yes. 53 yeah. man roster and uh, nine for the practice squad. So you, How many people come into training camp typically? Uh, 90. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really? Roster, is it that cut much? Cut the roster down. Wow. That's like 31 guys. Yeah. It's a lot of wow. guys you cut. Guys. And there's two rounds of cuts. There's one usually about 10 days after the beginning, and then there's one towards the end. Yeah. Every time I got cut, I made it to the last round. <laughs> That's right. At least, uh, I hope Snooki's wow. man gets cut. Whoever's playing Snooki, I don't know I don't because, like her. but Ooh, she's been there a while, gone. so yeah. they're, they're vets. The longer, the true, longer you're there, true. the sooner it is that you're probably going to get up out of here. That's how you got to look at it. So. That's true, unless he's good. But I don't think he is because she made the comment that Blue was taking up all the money, so he's probably not doing too great if he doesn't have a lot of money. It's mm. probably not. Same you know what I'm saying? Because if he was performing well over the years, then yeah. of she course. Lo- she looked like she'll date like a long snapper. Like long, dudes that, you know, that, that snap it back to the. That's all they do. That's all they do. They don't go to meetings. They don't have to do anything. As long as you can long snap, you get money. You could get paid. You could be a millionaire long snapper. Mm. And you can you, you probably have a nice little wife like that, you know. And like they're like thinks. considered a part of the team. Yeah. Like, remember on the team? Okay, because if yeah. he snaps in, then we need a game-winning kick, and we have a bad snap, and now that kicker can't kick, the, you know, kick a good game-winning kick. He doesn't do anything else. He better, but he better put that long snap. It better be there in like. Point, that sounds so bad. Like long <laughs> snap, long snapper. It's a long snap. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that like, hold on, like, it's a blessing to be in any position. Okay, any I don't position. care if it's a water boy. I was yeah. to say, I'm yeah. for that. At <laughs> least he's not getting that. like slammed and concussions. Right. Yeah. He's just snapping a ball, and he still gets a ring. Wow. If you mess up. A yeah, little bit that's... to the right, a little bit to the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's time for you to go. We well, yeah. we've seen that with the kickers. You know, people yeah. like dog on the kickers and think that's not an important role, but mm-hmm. so many kickers have lost games. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Yeah. it's and just, you're out there. yeah, so much pressure and, and things like that. That's why people shouldn't be judging people about, oh, that dude only played two years in the league, three years in the league. It's a dog fight to stay in the league every right. year. You know, you, they're bringing yeah. in those guys, the 90 guys. And like I said, you already yeah. kind of know who your players are, who, mm-hmm. the, who the base of the team is going to be. Yeah. Then there's those certain, you know, okay, we'll see what utility players yeah. we have and stuff like that. So, yeah, you bet, may have been the man in, in college, but at wide receiver, now to make this team, you have to make the team on special teams or something. Mm-hmm. I never played special teams in my life. You know, now it's like a... What am I going to do? I better run down there and hit this wedge or 
I'm going to be at home eating noodles and noodles. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, yes, some baby is not going to be able to go to those meetings. No. As we see, uh, no. the Samson's wife got cut. Yeah. So no. the more I think about it and the more you guys talked about it, I actually like this episode. At first, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's kind of lame. But, yeah. you know, it had some good points. Yeah, it had depth, but maybe because it's only 30 minutes that it just feels so yeah, quick yeah. and it doesn't feel. But now that we picked it apart, it's like, oh, okay. You yeah. know, yeah. It's, it's within the story. We Now we see what they were trying to do. Yeah. And we put it in our intellectual basis our thoughts yeah because we predicted last year and we probably want to go into predictions before we go into news and gossip I feel like that's kind of flowing better for us lately yes predictions predictions yeah that sounds like wait I'm looking for my sci-fi type of music predictions yes I love the lights so, yes, the predictions. Yeah, because last week we were talking about Jason. And, okay, yes, he's back on the team. Is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing? And yeah. I predicted he was going to go diva. And he was going to be like, oh, I'm the star. And it was the opposite. He really grounded himself and took over this team. Well, I think one of the reasons why is he realizes, like, you know, being out of the NFL and having to, you know, face mm-hmm. reality was hard. So I think he's taken this serious. He knows... I think he already knows his role. He, he's, yeah. you know, he's teaching Jay the role that he's going to play and how important it is, and he'll probably be out of there soon after that. Do you think Jay is going to play well in the next couple episodes? Yeah, I think after he hum- humbled himself, like Brandon was saying, he's going to be out of his own head. Now it's, like, yeah. focus. Now it's game yeah. time. Now okay. it's, I'm ready to perform. I don't think Jason Pitts is going to make the team. Yeah, that no. final roster, I don't think they're going to. I think they just no. brought him in there to get Teach him. to get blue over the learning curve. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, they're paying him a million. It may not seem like a lot, but that million, you know, they can. They, that's cap room, you know. So if we have a, if you have a younger guy that's cheap and that can do the same things as Jason Pitts right now, yeah. you, you take the cheaper guy. I don't think BET looked into it that deep. Right, but right, right. That's just the football in me, but I just see the fact ah, that happening. That's possible. Good insight. Mm-hmm. It's a jungle. Good jungle. insight. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I But I just wanted to talk about the prediction for next week's show when they showed that, that Pookie's going to ask Tasha to marry oh, him. <laughs> um, do y'all think that he says yes? I mean, she says yes. I think she says yes. I think she says yes, and she second-guesses herself. Because really, if any man gets down in front of you and you do love them as a person, you don't want to break their heart. Like, how are you going to say no? I think she's going to say yes, and she's going to go home and be like, oh, no, I still love Rick. I don't know what to do. Eventually, she's going to break his heart, but not right there when he's on the ground. I disagree. I predict that Tasha Max, she's all of a sudden going to get diarrhea of the mouth, and she's going to feel so overwhelmed that she's going like, <laughs> to tell him? I'm smashing Rick Fox. <laughs> like, she's just going like, to let what? it all out. You know what? I think, because you see the way she did that? You see the way she did that, uh, and, then they, and then they cut it? I think that when he goes and he does that, Rick Fox is somewhere in in the room. Oh he's no! Hiding. Oh, he's hiding. Probably so. He's hiding. Oh, That's probably what so. I got for what she did that. Cause she's usually she's she's usually more smooth, you know, with her lies. Yeah. That's a but good you see, that was that was too dramatic. Either that or or she will say yes, and then she'll go tell she'll go later talk to Rick and tell him, look, Rick, I'm getting married. We can't do this anymore. And then they're gonna smash again. And then I think Pookie's gonna find out. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> or I think. Pookie is going to see Tasha's hesitation, and in his mind, he thinking he's thinking that everything is perfect, and he's going to realize, oh shoot, she is not on the same page as me. Something is going on, and then maybe from there, he'll you know dig around and realize <sighs> she's with Pookie. Rick. I love to see. Your your version sounds like it's going to hurt. Him. It does. It hurt me just that. No, it's not easy to break somebody's heart, you know, but I feel like it's going to be better that, you know, he. the truth always comes out. Truth always yeah, comes always, out. Always, always, time and time again. Out. I feel like I'm the voice of reason over here. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, it always right. comes out, yeah. and I feel like, you know, it's going to come out just in time. He, I think, th- and this is what it's going to take for it to come out. I don't think it would, I think Tasha would have been going along with it you as long think, as she yeah. could. She wouldn't have, you know, womaned up to the situation. I think Pookie proposing marriage, and I know that's eventually what Tasha wants in the end is marriage, but to who is yeah. going to be the good question? Pookie! Team Pookie so over here. Interesting. Let's I'm on see. Team Pookie. 
That's all. Mm. <laughs> Everybody's like, eh. Yeah, I don't eh. know about Pookie. I mean, I don't want to get him to get his heart broke, but I think. You know, sorry. Uh-huh. Go ahead. To cut you off, but it just I just put two and two together when you um, were talking about how earlier, how sometimes you could be too independent sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's definitely Tasha. She's been too independent, you know, throughout all these seasons that I don't even know if she knows how to sit down and become a wife. And yeah. to accept love and let love in her heart and because she she's been, know. yeah. She doesn't know. She's a mess. And it doesn't come with age, you know. Unfortunately, people assume at a certain age you're going to know how to love and how to this and that. No, Tasha still acts like a 20-year-old, she you does. know. She, she's a mess. She's I would love to have Tasha Mack. What's her real name? Wendy, Wendy. McHale Robinson. I would love to have yes. her come on the show and really dissect her the version character. of the Ooh. character. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Wendy, you know? come on, yeah, honey. I'm trying to get you on here. Reach out to her PR. So, Wendy, if you're watching this, or we'll try to get you online or Twitter. Yeah, um, we would love to have you come in and really like in her mind when she goes in to play this role. What is she saying? Okay, I really love Rick Fox, or oh, I'm yeah. just infatuated, like you said, yeah. with Rick Fox. Do I really love Pookie, or I? just need a little security of somebody who loves me and could feel like he's holding me down. Yeah, because yes. it's interesting. Jay was saying last week that she always stays in character. She's one of those people, she goes hard. So no matter what, whether she's behind the scenes, she's Tasha Mack. Yes. Wow. I mean, it's so interesting to see and have mm-hmm. someone come and tell us how they do that. Well, let's do some news and gossip. Yeah, before we wind it down. Yes. After Buzz TV News. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steven. That was awesome. <laughs> so just a really quick tidbit, a little fact factoid. So Barry Floyd is the guy that plays T.T., mm-hmm. who I love. T.T. is yeah. hilarious. The funny thing about how he got his job was that he was a PA, which is a production assistant, um, on the game. He had to fill in for one of the actors and stand in for them during a rehearsal one day. And the casting director saw him and said, hey, are you interested in auditioning for this new role, T.T.? He's like, sure, why not? And he gets the role. And he never even was interested in acting. He just wanted to do film, screenwriting, that kind of thing. And then he fell into this. How amazing is that story? That is an amazing amazing story. story. And he's perfect for the character. I couldn't see anyone else for T.T. Yes, he fits so well. And a little bit of news and gossip. I keep on saying, go to BET.com. They have lots of goodies on the game page. And they even talk about where Kelly Pitts is now. And it's so interesting. They have a whole story. I want her on the show, too. I want everybody on here. That's the thing. Because they're talking about... You'd be rushing us, Steven, right? He's like, you're off the clock. That's the thing. (laughs) But before we go, we'll say again, I'm your girl Stanley. Find me on Twitter at your girl Stanley. And I'm Fallon. You can find me at FitWithFallon on Twitter, Instagram, and FitWithFallon.com. I'm Megan Thomas. You can always find me on all of your social networks at MegScoop, like scoop of ice cream. And I'm Brandon London, the cultured athlete. You can find me on Twitter at Culture Athlete and on Instagram at The Culture Athlete. Yeah. Give him the smile. <laughs> That's that month one girl, month four girl <laughs> smile. I can't. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 